you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, January 18th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, a man who knows what NFL players are going through right at this very moment because he's been there. We see the current NFL playoff bracket as a diagram with both symmetry and purpose bearing the name and logo of eight NFL franchises. Eight teams remain in the NFL playoff picture. Four games this weekend, two games the next, and one game to rule them all two weeks after that. But the number today's guest would have us consider is 424 because eight teams equals 424 players. 424. Each one with a unique story, each one with a unique perspective on the challenge facing him at this very instant. The already ultra-exclusive fraternity of the NFL brethren trimmed to 424 human beings who walk the earth today with a chance to write their names, to quote your old friend Jimmy Ray, in indelible ink. The name of today's guest lives forever in indelible ink as a Super Bowl champion. The name of today's guest is Michael Robinson. Welcome back. What's up, Drew? Good to be here, brother. Nice to see you, man. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, Mike Robb's viewer's guide to divisional round games in the NFC. That's this Saturday's game between the Packers and Niners and Sunday's game between the Bucks and the Lions. But before we look ahead, let's look back to January 16th, 2011, the divisional round game between your Seahawks and the Chicago Bears. A week prior was that epic wildcard 41-36 Beastquake win over the Saints. One week later, with four minutes to go in the third quarter, you were down 28-zip. Final score after a furious but futile comeback, Bears 35, Seahawks 24. Let's go to January 13th, 2013, another divisional round loss, this one to the Atlanta Falcons. Down big early again, and yet another furious but futile comeback, final score 30-28. Michael Robinson, teach us what happened to your teams and what can we learn from it as we look ahead to this pivotal divisional round. Man, great research, man. You had to make me think about those dates again, man. Um, I will say this. Uh, all of our listeners, if your team had an emotional win last week, um, just be on alert for a letdown. When you, you mentioned uh, the, the 2011 um, divisional round we played the Chicago Bears. It was right after, right after Beastquake, which everybody understood we beat the Saints. Um, Technically speaking, that was the first round of the playoffs, but we had been in the playoffs for three or four weeks by then because we had to win to win the division to get into the playoffs. And I just remember we went, I mean, it was, we put so much energy into those last two weeks, you know, week 18, I mean, week, uh, yeah, 17 of the football season and that wild card weekend. I just remember coming out of the tunnel in Chicago. It was cold. It was really cold. My mom was there. I couldn't, I remember seeing her, my mom, my wife. And I remember saying, ain't no way we win in this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want our listeners to understand players, and and I verbally said it. 
But I'm sure a lot of my teammates were thinking the same damn thing. You know what I mean? And and we feel it, but we don't always verbalize it and say it. If you had an emotional win last week, just be on alert for your team, especially early in the game. If if things don't go right, yeah, it could be a long day. Every team in every season is a living organism. Yeah. And every living organism has a shelf life. There is an expiration date. And sometimes it comes earlier than you would like. Sometimes it comes in the wild card round. Sometimes you never make it to the wild card round. And for four teams this weekend, their expiration date will be this weekend. It will be the divisional round. So the message to the Packers and the Bucks and the Texans and the Chiefs, well, what is your message to them? What is the best advice on how to avoid a similar fate? Let's assume the overarching truth that sometimes it's merely a matter of losing to a better team. And that's going to happen in several cases. But for some of these teams that are juggling the emotional win and still somehow trying to kind of resurrect their spirits and their preparation to get ready for yet another challenging impossible, when you look at it from the outside, how do these guys do it every week? NFL game, 60 minutes, win or go home. What's your message to the Packers and the Bucks and the Texans and the Chiefs? How do you avoid disaster in the divisional round? Um, Start the game on purpose with purpose. There you go. And, and I know our listeners may be saying, like, isn't that kind of common sense? But it's not all the way. Uh, what I mean by this, if our listeners can go back to last week and watch that Miami-Kansas City game. Yes. Okay. To me, the difference in that game had nothing to do with rosters. Obviously, you got a great quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. But to me, the difference was the Chiefs came out with a playoff mentality. We're going to play at such a pace and we're going to play at such a physicality. You cannot and you are incapable of matching. Interesting. You see what I'm saying? So I didn't really realize this until I got into my first playoff game. Drew, it taught me how to it retaught me how to prep for regular season games because I studied so hard. I knew exactly everything that was going on. I was prepared. Everything was on purpose. And so it changed what I did in the regular season. I'm like, well, damn, if I'm this prepared for a playoff game, why, why don't I feel this way in the regular season? And so it, it made me go back and start to change some things that I did. But like, this is what you've been dreaming for your entire life. You come to the National Football League to make money and, 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 and win a Super Bowl, to live indelible ink. You, you, entered, you, you started this segment by saying that. So there's some teams that are right now are saying, man, I've been swimming for three hours. I don't have enough. I don't see land. I need somebody to come help me. You taught us about <laughs> indelible ink. You told us that story of Jimmy Ray yeah. last week, and it's stuck with me ever since. And I think that the answer for you, Texans and Chiefs and Packers and Bucks, and you know what? The other four teams, too. Uh, preparation is the answer. Prepare like you need to prepare to be intentional from the off. Yep. First snap, first drive, carry that momentum all through the whole game. January eleventh, two 2014, a divisional round win over the Saints, 23-15. The first win on your way to a Super Bowl, but not the first step. The first step in that playoff run was to survive the bye. What is your advice to the Niners and to the Ravens to ensure that their first game of this postseason will not be their last? Um, I hope you guys had game week last week. Last week should have been a game week. I think we actually, during our bye week, I think we actually had like a mock scrimmage. Like we call it 30 and 30 or 10 and 10 where you kind of like go good on good, 10 plays, 10 situations. You know what I mean? Like we did that. We prepped during the week. 
obviously you had game plans, uh, you, you know, with, with uh, teams that you could possibly play, like defensive fronts that you could possibly play and coverages that you could possibly play. But we went out there and we we prepped. We pre- we prepared ourselves to play. To Can be ready I infer to play. that the goal of that week was to not let off the gas in terms of intensity, that we are going to act as if this is a week of competition. This is a game coming at the end of this week. We are going to practice like that, prep like that, and actually behave like that on Sunday. You do know who the coach was. It was Pete Carroll. Carroll. Competition is everything. His whole message was, dude, we got to win the bye. I never heard nobody say that before. before. I'm like, bro, what the hell are you mean? We got to win the bye. We're competing at everything. You got to win the walkthrough. You got to win the meetings. You got to, and literally, Going through that process and, and 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 being able to section off every single period and focus and be hyper focused, that's what helped us get through. Uh, let this be a lesson to all of us who roll our eyes when we hear things like "win the off season," and there are a lot of detractors out there who say there's no such thing as winning the off season. Oh yeah, well there's such a thing as winning a bye week, so there may be such a thing as winning the off season. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the real Mike Robb, the Super Bowl champion Michael Robinson. And we turn now to the first of two NFC games in the divisional round. Packers Niners, 8-15 Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. That game is on Fox and Fox Deportes. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, a 10-point favorite at home. The total for the game is 49.5, if that means anything to you. But it tells us this that odds makers and, yes, experts agree that the Niners should win this game. Cheeseheads, of course, believe that the third youngest team to ever make the playoffs could win this game. So let's start there. And that will do it. The youngest team in the NFL, the little team that could, came into Big D and take out the Cowboys 48-32. Michael Robinson, if the Packers do the improbable, it will have been because of what? Jordan Love. Um, Jordan Love in key moments. He has protected the ball over the last half of the football season. What did I think is the stat is with 20-something touchdowns. Only Since one week 11, Jordan Love has 23 total touchdowns and one pick. 23 that is to by one. far the best ratio in the NFL in that span. And they can do that because, like we talked about before, they gain a blade of grass. They own the line of scrimmage. When you can own the line of scrimmage, it forces a defense to add more assets to the box, which forces one-on-one on the outside. Now, I'm, I'm one of those people who thinks that when you're so young, you're so green, that you become dangerous in games like this because you just don't know. The game's so big that you don't even know it's that damn big. You're just going out there playing. <laughs> Like, I love to see the Green Bay Packers, like, offense because you're seeing their receivers, especially without Christian Watson out there. You're, see, uh, you're seeing the receivers. They're excited about running there, blocking safeties. And this. I mean, they're getting excited. Like, you just don't see that in the National Football League. They're a team. They play team 
offense. And so for me, if if the Niners, like we talked about before, if the Niners don't come out fast, <laughs> Jordan Love and these guys will be sitting around late. And 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 honestly, I, I'll challenge any of our listeners: take the teams away. You put Jordan Love or Brock Purdy out on the football field. Who are you taking? Who do you think? I'm taking. I'm Jordan taking Love. Jordan Love. Aaron every day Jones of the week. has had four straight games with 110 or more rushing yards. That's the longest streak in the NFL this season. Even Christian McCaffrey could only muster three straight games with 100 or more yards. Aaron Jones finished the season with four straight games. Those four straight games, four straight wins, I should think, especially uh, from a man who played the position that you did in the NFL. You recognize that Jordan Love's success on Saturday is inextricably linked to the success of Aaron Jones. Hell yeah. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Jordan Love isn't at a point of his career where he can just dictate everything with his arm and shoulders and will this team to win. Jay, he's not Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, I believe the first half of the season, he was trying to be Aaron Rodgers. And he was messing up. And after week 10 or 11, he found his way. And now he's playing football like Jordan Love plays football. And, 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 And Drew, when you blitz this young guy, I'm telling you, he is fearless. He he trying to hurt you. He try, he'll sit on that back foot and he'll hold it, he'll hold it, he'll hold it. And he has the arm talent to hit anywhere on the football field off his back foot. And what I love about Jordan Love the most, his demeanor. He's the same guy when Matt LaFleur was up on the, uh, up on the uh, podium talking, talking a little trash about him, saying that he needed to get his stuff together. Jordan Love was still the same old hunky-dory guy. Or whether he was the guy walking off the field after winning a playoff game, really not sure if he should wave at everybody. He looked nervous a little bit, right? Same guy. That's the guy I want in pressure situations. I want that dude. And it makes you wonder, and it makes you understand now, why Aaron Rodgers was so pissed off. On the other side of the ball, the 49ers should win. Can we agree on that? Yeah. And if they do, it will have been because of what? Just simply being a better team? Yeah. They're a better team. Third-ranked scoring offense, third-ranked scoring defense. Think about that balance, listener. Second-ranked total offense, eighth-ranked total defense. Over 15% of opponents' drives have ended in a turnover. Only your bills are better than the San Francisco 49ers at forcing turnovers. 62 quarterback knockdowns. That's fourth best in the NFL. Potentially first worst news that Jordan Love has heard all day. What is the best thing about this balanced, very good team? What's the best thing? about them if you had to choose one the house is on fire you can only save one thing that the the, niners do best the best thing about the niners yeah i know y'all they're gonna hate me for this it's kyle shanahan it is kyle shanahan puts those playmakers in a position to dominate like and again this ain't no shade to nobody i don't I'm, I'm not so sure Debo Samuel is the best receiver if you just put him outside, line him up, and say, we're going to just do 10 one-on-ones. Yeah. I'm not so sure he's just the best, they're going to be the best in those situations. Sure. But you motion him into the backfield. You, you put him in the backfield, you motion him into the slide, you get him a reverse, you got Trent Williams leading him around on a reverse, stuff like that, things like that. Yeah, he's a problem. You put George Kittle in at fullback at times. Yeah, bro, he a problem. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the left tackle has been the best left tackle in all of football for the last decade. Yeah, yeah man, that's a problem. So I, it's crazy. The NFC, to me, they have better rosters. The AFC got the quarterbacks. 
and uh, it's coming to fruition in this division. And all of all the better rosters, the 49ers have the best. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the Packers could win. The Niners should win. Who will win? Um, There's a pause me. there, listener. There's an unexpectedly long pause. I think <laughs> you'll you agree. Asking? We expected a knee-jerk. Well, come on, of course, after what I just said about the Niners, the 49ers. Well, I, I pause because of this. To me, Kyle Shanahan still got something to prove. Mm-hmm. He still is not a made man to me. He's a great... <laughs> so a member of Bill's Mafia. <laughs> yeah. The mafioso language is not lost He's on He's not him, a Michael. made man quite yet because, again, I seen him. I seen him was up 28-3. Stop running the football. Blew it. I seen him in 2018 with the Niners. Stop running the football. Debo Samuel stopped getting the ball. The whole second half, Debo Samuel didn't get the football. I don't know. They Look what they did to move up to get a guy with the skill set of Trey Lance. I'm not saying Trey Lance, but the skill set tells me Kyle was looking for a guy to rise above the X's and O's that when the defense has a full uh, Rolodex of plays and study on you from 20-something weeks of football, I need a quarterback that's going to rise above that. That's going to just that's going to beat them regardless. Translation: the team's biggest asset, their coach, who puts all of these players into the perfect position and perfect situation for their skill set, may actually also be their biggest question mark. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the real Mike Robb, Super Bowl champion Michael Robinson. We have one game left to get to in his viewer's guide to the NFC side of the divisional round, and that game is Sunday in Detroit between the Bucks and the Lions. That's Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern. The Lions are favored by six. The total for this game, 48 and a half. For the first time since January 5th, 1992, these Detroit Lions are going to win a playoff game. Now, the Bucks could win. And if they do win, what is most likely to have happened? Um, Mike Evans has 220-something yards, 25 yards receiving, three touchdowns. He could have had that last week. He had like three drops that could have been touchdowns. You saw okay. him on our thread. I was like, are <laughs> yeah. Bucks drops about to be yeah. their undoing? I mean, it could have been. early in the game. It was it early. a little bit like, this is a better team, and yet they may lose. That's what I'm saying. Because they may not take advantage of their opportunity. Because they're not taking advantage of the opportunity. So if they win, I think Mike Evans has a huge day and definitely is the coverage um, dictator for this Baker Mayfield-led offense. And I think Baker Mayfield, just take care of the football, take the check down when it's there. Um, that kid, um, Otten, I believe, the tight end, 88. Yeah. Man, yep. he's, he's coming along, man. He's becoming one of Baker's uh, safety blankets. Uh, this is a clean team. Only 18 turnovers on the mm-hmm. season for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sixth fewest in the NFL. 28 touchdowns, only 10 picks. The seventh-ranked scoring defense in the NFL. Better than the Lions. They are eighth in the NFL in sacks. They have forced 48 sacks on the season. Okay, but the Lions should win. They should win. They're a six-point favorite. They're at home. If they do win... 
Why did they win? Championship running game with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. And Aiden Hutchinson just, just was the best player on the field. That's, that, to me, if Detroit wins, and especially if they win comfortably, that'll be what we talk about next week. Defense, uh, to your point, they are tied for first in the NFL in quarterback knockdowns, which is an odd stat. You don't often hear that stat thrown around a lot. The Bucks actually had more sacks this season than the Lions D-line. You would expect a D-line led by Aiden Hutchinson would be, would be superior to the Bucks in terms of generating a specific number of sacks. Well, they didn't. Uh, Bucks beat them in that category, and yet no team in the NFL was better at getting to the quarterback and knocking him down than the Detroit Lions. And I should think at the end of a game, by halftime, by the end of the third quarter, that shit matters when you're getting knocked down over and over again. This is a team that boasts the fifth-ranked rushing attack in the NFL, to Michael's point, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery. This is the second-ranked passing attack in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget, we think about the best offenses in the NFL, and for whatever reason, some of us forget to include this year's Detroit Lions on that list. Well, they have the third-ranked total offense in the NFL and the fifth-ranked scoring offense in the NFL. You pair that with a menace of a D-line, and yeah, that's why the Lions should win. But the Bucks could win, Michael, who will win? I'm going to go with the, the Detroit Lions here. Um, they're at home. And first of all, this is not your old Detroit Lions. That place is rocking now. That is a true. You guys did used to talk advantage. about the atmosphere inside uh, the Detroit Lions dome as being somewhat stifling, a little bit boring, and it almost lulled you in, uh, into kind of complacency on the sidelines, which you said in a weird sort of way really worked to their advantage. Oh my now goodness. the advantage is different. It's loud. It's boisterous. It's a party. Yeah, it is. It's crazy, man. It was, those Detroit fans go crazy. That, that that building like holds the sound end um, a little bit. But yeah, when I used to play, man, our coach used to say, make sure you pack your energy because before you know it, there's going to be two minutes left in the fourth quarter and you're in a game. We're better than this team, but the crowd and the environment is going to make you think they're better than you. So I know my family in Detroit, Gracie's family in Detroit, is very glad uh, to hear you say that. Good luck to all four of these teams on the NFC side of the ledger. Michael Robinson, thank you so much for your viewer's guide to the NFC side of the divisional round. Thank you for having me, brother. And I want to invite the listener to join us tomorrow for Friday answers to divisional round weekend questions like who wins, what's the score, who stars, and how many of these favorites are we putting on upset alert? That comes tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.